Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Zivi Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. This 30-minute podcast features a new author interviewed by me every single day, 365 days a year for about 30 minutes. I am also the publisher for Zibby Books, which publishes 12 books a year in fiction and memoir. Our books are already out now. You can check it out on zibbybooks.com. And we have a magazine called Zibby Mag, where we have lots of wonderful essays and lifestyle features. That's at zibbymag.com. We have classes at zibbyclasses.com. And I recently opened a bookstore in LA called Zibby's Bookshop at 1113 Montana Avenue at 11th Street in Santa Monica. I hope that you are able to enjoy some of our other offerings. But this here podcast is the basis of all of it and started in 2018. And no matter what I do, this is basically my favorite thing. Enjoy. Terry Levinson is the author of Surprisingly Sarah, which is an Emmy and Friends series. And this episode is guest hosted alongside me by two of my kids, ages eight and 10. Terry is the New York Times bestselling author of the popular illustrated middle grade series, Emmy and Friends. She was previously the Rubin award-winning cartoonist of the internationally syndicated daily comic strip, The Pajama Diaries, as well as an award-winning humorous card writer for American Greetings. Terry lives in Cleveland, Ohio with her husband, Mike. She is a proud mom of two grown daughters and a spoiled poodle, Rosie. Welcome, Terry. Thank you so much for coming back on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, this time to discuss, surprisingly, Sarah, your latest book in the Emmy and Friends series. Thank you so much for having me on again. This is such a pleasure. 
Our special guests today are my two kids who are almost nine and 10 years old and the biggest fans of yours ever. We've been going into different bookstores and always seeing like, do they have the Terry Levinson's? How many? Blah, blah, blah. So we got some big, big boosters here. Ooh, yeah. that's exciting. <laughs> you you guys might know more about my books than I do at this point because I'm forgetful. <laughs> so you can fill in all the gaps that I miss. <laughs> Before the kids ask questions, can you tell listeners what Surprisingly Sarah is about and how it fits into the whole series? Sure. So Surprisingly Sarah, it's a lot like my other books in the sense that it stars two different kids. In this case, it's Sarah and her best friend, Leo. But there's a little bit of a different format with this one. I presented it in kind of a what if type of scenario. So it takes you through scenario number one, where the character Sarah, she she decides to work up the courage to ask a boy that she has a crush on to the school dance. And the second what if scenario is what if instead of asking him, she completely chickens out. And so the book takes you through both storylines, one told from Sarah's viewpoint and the other told from her best friend Leo's viewpoint. And you see how each of the storylines plays out and how each of them get resolved. And by the way, this boy that she wants to ask to the dance, it's no ordinary boy, but it happens to be Leo's other really good friend named Ben. So we get into kind of a weird, tricky little, (laughs) little triangle situation. And of course, the characters have to kind of navigate through that. And that tends to be a running theme throughout all these books, how when relationships whether they're friendships or crushes or family situations, whenever they get kind of complicated or tricky, I like to have the characters really uh, navigate each of the situations and see how they can resolve them and how they can come out on the other side. So it's actually a lot of very true to life stuff. And you illustrate all the books. All the books. Yep. <laughs> can I ask questions now? Yes, go ahead. What's Izzy's real name? Izzy's real name? I don't know. Really? <laughs> So it could be anything you want, anything you want, because I don't even know her real name. And it's funny. I I did that on purpose. I didn't want to know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So which is your favorite book of the ones you wrote? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, it's kind of like choosing a favorite child. I can't choose that, right? because all my children are my favorite children. It's the same with my books. I love all of them in different ways, but I could tell you which ones that I enjoyed writing the most. Definitely Sarah was one of them. There she is. I have like some bookmark pages in there. That one, weirdly enough, even though it was a more complicated kind of format for me, it flowed out of me. I don't know what happened, (laughs) but that was a really fun one to write. I loved writing the first one, Invisible Emmy. And by the way, all the books can be read out of order. There's no real order to them, but that was the first one I happened to write. And I loved writing that, but I didn't know what I was doing (laughs) at the time. It was I first dipped my toes into this whole author thing. So even though I enjoyed writing it, it was, you know, came with a lot of self-doubts and and not knowing if I could really write a book. And thankfully, thankfully it came together. (laughs) And probably my other really, oh, there's some, actually there were quite a few. I love writing Ruby and Brianna. I think there were just two that I had a really hard time writing. That was the second one, Positively Izzy. And just Jamie. 
That one I loved writing. That that was from a personal experience, or I should say, my daughter came from my daughter's experience. It was it wasn't a fun situation. It was an experience where she was excluded from her friend group. So yeah, that was that was deeply personal to all of us. And she gave me permission to write about it years later. <laughs> and she's absolutely fine now and has a lot of friends. How old is she now? Oh, she's she's 23. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was Truly Tyler you had trouble writing? Truly Tyler and Positively Izzy. Truly Tyler was my pandemic book. And I was having, you know, I think everyone was having a hard time then. And also it was the first time I was writing from the perspective of a boy. And I think I overthought it <laughs> way too much, right? Yeah, definitely. And once I stopped overthinking it, it was great. It was actually my favorite book of the series, I think. Was it really? I'm so glad to hear that. It was also the first book I read. My favorite was Just Jamie. Just Jamie, yeah. Well, you know, and I'm I'm happy to hear that about both of them. One of them was just so personal and the other was just really hard one. So... I appreciate that. So for your next book, uh, <laughs> is it going to be about Dev? Oh, I can't tell you who it's going to be about. <laughs> can you give us a hint? Um, I can give you one hint. Oh, I wish I could. I, I actually I actually went to see if I could if I could divulge anything about it, and they wouldn't really let me. My publisher wouldn't really let me. What color are you going to do the cover um, okay, I could give I could give you a couple hints. So the cover is going to be purple. It's a little different, a little different than the other purple. Yeah, it's going to be more like violet. So it's going to oh. be really bright. And the two characters, it's going to be a boy and a girl again. So okay. that's about all I could say. But I think I'll be revealing the cover in the next few months. So it should be coming out pretty okay. soon. Okay, I have. Wait, a when, it, when is the book coming out? Can we ask? Well, yeah. When is the book coming out? <laughs> sure. Uh, it's going to come out in May. Uh, so it's usually the first the first Tuesday of May. So once a year, each book comes out. And wow. so far, yeah, I love I love doing them. So I know I'm going to have at least, at least books eight and nine, hopefully more. So yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Do it so front. <laughs> are you going to like, what happens when you run out of people to write with <laughs> I guess I have to make up new people <laughs> that's what I told you <laughs> I know I do get a lot of requests for dev by the way I get a lot of requests for dev for Joe Joe Lungo and for Celia so the two the two least favorite people <laughs> of all the other characters I get the most requests for <laughs> <laughs> and dev dev dev's a nice boy so yeah yeah <laughs> wait oh sorry can okay. secondary characters or main characters be secondary characters in other books yes yes that yeah. happens quite a bit mm-hmm. but I think that happened especially in my first few books where I would yes. sort of rotate the characters so first there was Emmy and then I kind of rotated her best friend Brianna into the forefront and then and then I think they kind of flowed, they both floated in the background in Just Jamie. So they were sort of side characters there. Okay. Yeah. Is that a question? You guys have great questions. What's the process like when you when you start the book? How do you think of the 
issues in the book. Guys, listen. <laughs> what's, the, what's the process like when you when you think of a new story? How do you come up with all the ideas? I know one you said was from personal experience. Where did you come up with the other ones? And what does the whole process look like when you attack a book? Oh boy, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, some of it, some of it's come from personal experience. Like I said, just Jamie was definitely, it was, it was loosely based off of my daughter's experience, but definitely a lot of parallels there. Becoming Brianna was all about a girl having a bat mitzvah, which is something that um, is very close to my own family as, as we happen to be a Jewish family. So I drew a lot of experience from there. And that's just, you know, just rife with a lot of <laughs> a lot of drama and friendship issues and things like that, as well as trying to find yourself. Oh yes, you have you have a question. Yes, I have two. Wait, she was answering oh, my sorry. question. Are these totally different or are they related? They related to her books. Are they related to what she's talking about now? Okay, let her just finish okay. talking about the process. Then you ask those two questions. Right. How about that? <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. We'll get back. We'll get back to them. So yeah, so others, uh, it's funny. Um, I think as I've gone along, I've sort of been making up more stories because I'm getting, because my kids are a lot older and I'm drawing less on their experiences. It, it tends to be more about what I've read or what, uh, sometimes what I can harken back on with, with my own experiences. But uh, a lot of it is just uh, just kind of kind of from my imagination, sort of combined with just my own uh, lived experiences. Uh, the process, Oh boy. <laughs> the short version of the process. Yeah, it'll be really, it'll, this will be it in, in a nutshell. So um, I just type out everything in a Word doc and um, I don't draw anything right away because I've learned that the story has to change a lot. Sometimes I have to rewrite it from scratch, sometimes many times. So if I have art in there too, the art has to be changed. So it's just a lot more work. So I just sort of indicate where the art's going to go and what it's going to be just in red type. So anywhere you see red type, that's, that's artwork. And then once all that's approved, I start with little loose sketches, just in pencil, and I just plug them right into my, my type story. And that way we can see how the story and art flow together. And then once that's all approved, I tackle all the final art at once. That takes a long time. That takes about maybe about four to five months or so. And all this is done in a year. This all has to be done in a year. So not a lot of time for outside projects, unfortunately, but good thing I love doing these. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yes. Okay. So I have two questions. First one. So you make one every year? Every year. So you started seven years ago. About seven years. Well, even before that, because my first book took a long time, even though it's the thinnest book. <laughs> like I said, I didn't really know what I was doing and I didn't have a lot of time. I was actually writing a comic strip back then um, for newspapers and that had a daily deadline. I had to, I, that was a full-time job in and of itself. So I was just writing Anytime I could. So weekends, nights, whenever I could. So it took me a long time to write that one. So yeah, yeah. And another question that me and Sadie were wondering is that maybe when you run out of characters you to like to write, you could maybe like do their books again, but they're in eighth grade mm. instead of seventh grade. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Why not, right? Yeah, they don't have to stay in seventh grade forever. I do have one character that's in eighth grade, so she's a little bit older. So I did. No, no, it's um Ruby's sister. Oh yeah, Mia. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yep, yep, yep. You got it. Is this going to be a TV series or an animated show? Is it? And I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Okay. I wish. <laughs> They're peddling it. But yeah, so far, not yet. Hopefully Crazy. in the future. Yeah, yeah. It seems such a like a natural fit for an animated show. I know that would be wonderful, especially for like a a, a series because, yeah. because there's so many characters and there's so many situations. So yeah, I for think sure. it would be better as a movie. You think? Okay, yeah. I'm with you. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you guys have have more questions? More questions, guys. How did you get the idea for like their names in the first book? Oh, that's a great question. So. The first book, I knew I wanted the word invisible in it. And I just wanted a name, a girl's name that would flow really well with invisible. And that's where, that's when I thought of Emmy. And the name doesn't have any real significance for me, although I've grown to really love it, of course. But that's how that came about. Ever since, it's been really hard to figure out titles because... I've got all these predetermined names for characters. And then when I switch them to become main characters, I've got to figure out a good adjective to go with them. (laughs) And it gets really, really tricky sometimes because it also has to pertain to the story too. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay. Why in the first two books, their names aren't the same letter and but the other ones going from um, just book three to book seven are? Yeah, that's a good question, too. So all all the ones that have the same letters, do you know, do you know what that uh, that writing device is called? You guys know what that is. When le- when words start with the same letters, they make the same sounds at the beginning of a word. Graham, like, starts with an A. One of the- I knew the it. word itself it starts with a. I don't know. Alliteration. Alliteration. I learned about that. You learned about that. Alliteration. Did you learn about it? Yeah. You learned about it, and he forgot. 
Well, I'm going to tell you a little secret. I'm actually not a huge fan of alliteration, and I didn't really want my titles to to use alliteration. But because I was having such a hard time finding catchy names or titles after the first two books, I just gave in. Like this, it just flows so much better if I use alliteration. So once just Jamie happened, it all just it was a domino effect from there. <laughs> Do you start with a specific word count? How how many, I know some are longer than others. Like what is the word count right. range that you do for the books? No, I should. <laughs> I really, really should because it's, it's they keep getting longer and longer every year. And I keep trying to rein myself in and I don't know what happens, but the books end up just getting longer. I just love writing them so much. I just, <laughs> I just keep going and going. So there is no real word count. And because it's so uh, illustration heavy, it's really hard to have a word count because a lot of, a lot of the wor- words are actually in the illustrations. So I can't even tell you how many words are in each book. I just know that they keep getting longer and longer. I <laughs> think, I th- actually, I think the longest one may have been Tyler. I'm not sure. I'm let me compare it. To the, yep. It's actually longer than Sarah. <laughs> what are all your little sticky notes? Oh, those are re- just references because right now I'm working on the eighth book and I'm doing all the artwork for it. And so I'll actually go back into like my other books and I'll, I'll earmark them for like, if I, if I need to reference a certain character and how they look, or maybe how it looks if someone's holding a phone, I can sort of go back and, and check. So it's all just my personal little, little bookmarks there. Amazing. <laughs> another question? Uh, no, I don't think so. Do you have another question? How did you choose the colors? Oh, I have a great art team um, behind me at my publishers. And oftentimes, sometimes I'll suggest the color and sometimes they will. And then we kind of work together to get the perfect orange or green or blue or pink. And they're really, really good at it. So I probably couldn't do it myself, (laughs) but they're wonderful. I do, I do illustrate the covers, all the covers, but they're the ones who really come up with the the gorgeous, the gorgeous color. What's something that we would be surprised to learn about you? Oh boy. Oh my gosh. Let's see. You might be surprised to learn that I'm half Turkish. (laughs) Pretty big thing. It is a very big thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I love it because it's just so unusual. And uh, I love to really delve into that side of my family history. And I love the food that comes with it. <laughs> and um, let's see, I'm trying to think of anything else. I'm, like, I'm usually such an open book that <laughs> it's hard to surprise myself. If you had to pick an adjective for blank Terry, what would it be? You know what? Funny, Terry. Maybe that's something that's kind of surprising because people who I grew up with probably wouldn't really necessarily give me that tag. But I've learned over over many, many decades that I'm that I love humor. I really appreciate it. And I'm actually kind of funny <laughs> when I want to be. <laughs> well, that's a huge surprise. You don't yeah. seem funny at all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sometimes when I don't mean to be funny, I'm funny. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. How did you decide the little things here for each The icons on the spines? Yeah. Little icons? Hmm. I'm thinking that was my publisher's idea originally to to have like the recognizable character 
on the spine of the book. And so now we just know every for every book, I know to to do a little little tiny illustration for the spine of each cover. And that just makes them kind of recognizable and, and stand out at the same time. Do you think about doing a different series next? Or are no. you do- <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um it's funny. I I would I would love to do other all kinds of other projects. I haven't thought about another series. I've thought about like maybe trying my hand at picture books, things like that. Um, things I might be able to squeeze in mm-hmm. while I do this series. I I haven't thought about the end of this series yet because I'm still I'm still having so much fun doing this. So in, instead, I'm trying to think of like smaller projects I can do in between. I've I've started so many and just haven't had time to finish. <laughs> Are you going to make a book about Maya and Grace? Ooh, I love that idea. Well, Maya was in Just Jamie, but she could, I could always bring her back again, for sure. I, I do think about Grace a little bit, too. There's so many characters I want to cover, and I think that's why I haven't really thought about another series at this point, because I just I just think all these characters have so much potential if, if they haven't been developed already. And so, yeah, until I, until I run out of characters and ideas. <laughs> have you ever considered doing... Not like a Disney World type thing, but some sort of pop-up experiential thing where you cast all the characters and people can come in and meet them. Oh, wow. I've never thought of that. I think that's a wonderful idea. That would be fun. You could get like little tickets and (laughs) you could do a little performance maybe and you could have, you know, their Instagram type backgrounds and little Uh sayings and people could write their own captions and maybe they could all be turned into characters with like some app or something while you're there. Ooh, they could I name themselves it. like, you know, Zany Zibby or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have to, we have done the um, sort of make your own label yeah. kind of thing, like at, at book events, but um, no, I love that idea. I'll, I'll definitely take note. Thank you. There's something <laughs> kind of like that and uniquely you, you take a quiz on either your Brianna Emmy, Joe, or Jamie. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I, I wrote that a long time ago, and I should do a follow-up just to that book because there's so many new characters. Amazing. Why wasn't Izzy in Uniquely You? And why isn't Izzy in any of the other books? Oh, well, Izzy's kind of a unique character because I hate to um, sort of give this away because it's, it's sort of a spoil alert, but... But she's she's sort of a character from the past. So she, you know, you don't know that until the end. No, but since you guys read the books, it's okay. But <laughs> but um, so I don't think of her sort as as much of a contemporary as the other characters are of each other. Does that make sense? Yeah, but she was in the same grade as Brianna because they did the talent show. You're right. Although if you remember from the book, it took place in the past. Even though it seems like it's the same talent show, it's really not. Well, it's not. It's is it? <laughs> oh, so Izzy's like a completely different timeline. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know, it's confusing. <laughs> Wait, but isn't... So they were actually in sixth grade? They were both in seventh grade, but they... Do you know um, Izzy's relationship to Brianna? Uh, but they didn't meet in the book. Yeah, you kind of have to go read the Are book. Are they cousins? I have to read the book again, you guys. Read the book oh, again. Oh, wait. Is it at the end when they say happy birthday, Izzy? 
Mm-hmm. Where's I don't think we have. All right, we're no. gonna do a deep dive. <gasps> Wait. No, because Brianna's mom's name is also Izzy. Right. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I how did I just figure that out? <laughs> that was that was a hard one. A lot of people had questions with that book. <gasps> that one wasn't as obvious. <laughs> that was that mind was, blown over here. Now you have to you have to go back and read the whole thing again, and you'll 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 see. That was a flashback to when. Izzy's, well, Rihanna's mom was a kid. Mm-hmm. That's why they never left. Mm-hmm. And also, that's why Brianna's mom really wanted her to do lots of plays. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. You got it. They're smart. <laughs> that was that was a tough one. That, that was the tough twist ending. And I, I, I would get a lot of letters about that. Oh, wait. Wait, yeah. I like oh that. I like that plot twist in Remarkably Ruby. Thank you. Well, don't give it all away. <laughs> oh my God, these are her sisters. A- these are her sisters. <laughs> wait, wait. No, these are her sisters. That's her mother. This is Ash. That no, that's no, that's, that's this is Ashley. This yeah? is Danny. I love. I love witnessing <laughs> this. This is great. I love being there while while the aha moment takes place. <laughs> Who knew? Live on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, (laughs) kids catch up to the plot twist. (laughs) Do you have any parting words for Terry? Thank you for writing this amazing series. Thank you, guys. You were just the best interviewers. I love it. And thank you for telling us about the Izzy thing. (laughs) You got it. I, I want to see them just go off and start yeah. rereading the you book. You both have to go reread this now. And you can write your homework about that chapter. All right. Thank you for the patience you're exhibiting here with the kids. This uh, is the best. I love thank, it. I thank love you it. really for the many hours of time look, that look at they've kids. spent reading your books so I can interview people like you. <laughs> I really appreciate anyway. it. Okay. All right. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com